Okay, we are back. Welcome to another episode of Girls With Fun. How are you? Good. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to our listeners. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Hanging in there. 2021 is off to a start. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, embarrassing. Um, I don't even know if we got to bring it up. No, I don't don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I talk about it nonstop in my real life. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm so sick of all of this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's um, move on and talk about good things like BTS. Definitely. So we definitely missed a lot during our break. Um, but we're going to start with the New Year's Eve concert. So I'm going to let you lead that because I didn't actually watch the stream. Yeah, happy to. Uh, You have definitely carried me through a bunch of things that I have missed throughout the course of this podcast, which I will say out loud and acknowledge. Um, So happy to carry it. So I can neither confirm nor deny that I was present for the um, now meme (laughs) of the like prison hands. Uh, So there's that. Um, but yeah, so I did not watch the whole thing. It was a pretty long concert. Um, kudos to those of you that did. I tuned in, uh, strictly for the BTS performance. Oh man. Um, which actually the timing was great. I had just woke up, but the set list, I have it here. They performed Dynamite, Best of Me, Mic Drop Full Length Edition featuring Steve Aoki. Wow. I've forgotten how to like enunciate two weeks off and here I am. And then Make It Right Acoustic Remix with Love, Boy With Love featuring Halsey, and then Life Goes On. So, um, obviously, Steve Aoki, Love, and Halsey were not actually present. It was all, like, pre-recorded, and they did a cute thing. I remember specifically the Halsey performance, where it was almost like a Zoom screen, the gallery mode, where they have a bunch of different camera views. Oh, okay. um, So, Yeah. Interesting. So it was, it was from what I saw of it, it was a really well produced, good concert that they put a lot of thought into. Um, so I think my understanding is that they plan on doing that every year. So I'll be excited to see as Big Hit Label expands, you know, hmm. and we're not in COVID times still. One hopes, <laughs> one assumes, right, that it will be interesting to see what they do in future years because they set the bar really high. Hmm. Well, I watched the um what they uploaded on YouTube and mm-hmm. since I do like other groups as well, so I watched like in hyphens and um T by T's recording as well as um Hanbin's recording that they had on YouTube. So I did see some parts of it, but I didn't see everything. Um I did, however, watch the or some part of the SM concert, which happened the day after, which I found interesting that they had a concert. Um, <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, is this um, like some kind of plot? I, I don't know. I just found it interesting that Big Kid says, we're going to have a concert. And the SM, like, kind of last minute it's like yeah we're having a concert and they do this crazy like hours long concert with like all of their artists for free 
in opposition to big hits concert wow. you had to pay for wow um and yeah so i did see that one and i feel like big hits concert was produced let's say like the production value of the concert was more than sms like big hits was kind of more like uh, an actual concert where yeah. SM's was kind of giving me like music bank, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially mm. because it's free. But you can tell that there was some like more effort put into the big hit concert. Like they were using the money that they were going to be given from the concert ticket sales. <laughs> so like, there was more production there on that part. Um, yeah. But yeah, very interesting that they happened around the same time. That's all I'll say on that. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I obviously can't speak to the SM one as I have not seen it, but um, yeah. it does seem that Big Hit is developing a lot of experience uh, and expertise in these like online concerts that are paid. And how can you bring as close to a real concert performance as possible given everything? Yeah. I mean, the performances, I would say, were great for both, but definitely like in terms of quality, I feel like big hits was better the only thing that i feel like is lacking on big hits part is that they just don't have like that family element yet yeah but that's gonna take time like sm's been around for forever so you know they have that down pat and they have like 100 artists so it's gonna work out for them on that front but um i'm interested to see you know how big hit will continue to develop in the coming years um with this The family element to me is, like, a little bit strange or, like, I understand it, right? I've stand other groups in the past. I know that it exists, but more BTS-centric view. I don't know. I don't know the word. We can edit this. But maybe I'm just coming at it as, like, a fan of BTS. But just because I like BTS doesn't, like, inherently mean that I'm going to like every other artist on their label. Yeah. I might be rooting for them and pulling for them, but, like these like six hour concert experiences are like a lot i don't know yeah i'm just talking about from like a business standpoint for big hit like they're going to have to like it was one of the army's concerns that they can't keep relying on bts for forever um and that's going to become more evident as the years go by otherwise their company would cease to exist so they're going to have to continue to find artists and develop them if not they're not going to do well. They're they'll die out. So it'll be interesting to see how that fam like from that aspect, how their like family thing develops in the way that SMs has or better or different, however you yeah. want to phrase it. <laughs> like on one hand, I appreciated the SM concert because it was free and my bank account was looking a little funny around the uh Christmas holiday. So <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. But- the same time i was thinking like if this concert is free how are they paying the artists or paying like anyone that's involved in this yeah so i'm like um i don't know i know that big hit like takes care of their artists like we've seen like with them like you know not having any like trainee debt or whatever so like 
I think Big Hit's got that like down pat. I don't know what SM is doing necessarily. <laughs> um, this is not like a general K-pop podcast, so I won't like <laughs> go into detail. Exactly. But, yeah. You know, it, it's been a little like shaky before. <laughs> so yeah, I was wondering like, how can they do this for free? Um, do they have like ads, mm, like some kind of ad revenue? I don't know, but. And that's a lot of artists that has to get paid over there in SM. So I found that interesting. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. this also the return of Sugar. So I could scream into the mic, but I won't. <laughs> exactly. Like most importantly, this was the return of Sugar. So after a hiatus from his surgery, he made an appearance. Um, he doesn't perform or he's not going to be performing, but. He is there, and he was, I should say, he's performing, but he's not dancing. Like, he was a part of some of the stages, right? Like, I think I saw he was, like, on, like, Make It Right. Like, mm. any, any stage that doesn't involve him having to, like, actively dance, he's there. Um, But he's not, like, fully back, but he's back enough that we can see him and, like, feel whole and complete once again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was pretty shocking, because it's, like... You're like, is this, is this, you know, (laughs) oh my God. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just funny. I have been trolled yet again by Big Hit, by BTS, by Yoongi specifically, because were we or were we not on here, like approximately one month ago, like we won't see this guy for nine months a year. (laughs) Like he could be gone. Like he doesn't owe us anything. Like insert that weird, like voice modulation filter from TikTok. Just literally, like, me being in my feels about how we're never going to see him. And then, like, I've already talked about this, so I'm not going to go in depth. But then, like, I was just, like, awestruck when he came on V-Life and is, like, showing us all about his arm. Like, that's his private business. Like, his medical history. Like, he does not have to be telling us, like, all about what his situation is. Like, I'm grateful for it. And I love it. And I ate every minute of that V-Live up. But, like, he doesn't have to share that. And then I'm like, okay, well, we probably won't see him again for a while. And then here he is already coming back. And the nuts thing is, I know you're going to cover more at the Golden Disc Awards. But he was like, I felt like I had to come back. Like, people are forgetting about me. And I'm like, I'm paraphrasing, right? But like, bro, do you think think anyone has forgot about you? Like, every single time, like, BTS is on stage, they're either like, we miss Suga. Or like, here's our Suga cutout. Or like exactly sugar will call you on live tv and then army are like we miss sugar like who the blank do you think is forgetting about exactly you? Like, no one's forgot about you stop it <laughs> no anyway yeah and even if you think so like bts actively make sure that we remember that like you are a member like they're not like leaving you out so no one's leaving you out <laughs> stop it i think if a friend said that in the chat i'd be like stop like think about what you've said and then come back (laughs) exactly yeah Um, but yeah let's get into gda so bts were on the golden disc awards 2021 they won the digital song division bong song for dynamite they won the Album division bongs on for Mot Seven. They won a popularity award, the most popular artist award, best album bongs on, as well as the day song for best album. 
And they also performed a Black Swan intro on We Are Bulletproof intro. Life Goes On. I should say We Are Bulletproof the Eternal intro. Um, Life Goes On and Dynamite. So let's talk about those performances. Well, first of all, we're going to have to talk about Blonde Jungkook. Oh, Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, wait a minute. Pump the brakes. Yeah, pump the brakes. (laughs) Stress. (laughs) We're only 10 days into 2021. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. Has he had blonde hair in the past? So he had, like, blonde hair everything right and it kind of like faded out and so it was like it was blonde but i feel like this is different i don't know how to explain like the difference i'm not a hairstylist um i'm not like a you know color artist or whatever i don't know how the dye thing works but it just it's giving a different vibe and i'm really feeling it um yeah i'll keep it pg he just looks really yeah. good <laughs> he just looks really good I don't really want to give any air to saucings, but like, how is that even leaked? Oh my God. So I didn't see it, right? Everyone was like, don't share it, don't share it, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, well, you talking about not sharing it makes me wonder what the F is going on. Well, that (laughs) trended it. So it it made it worse. Like, (laughs) and then it was also kind of like, yeah, it was just strange. I think what's more annoying now is the way, like, however Twitter's algorithm works, when they have the trending page, it will put, like, a description of why it's trending. It doesn't just say, like, Jess Jungkook is trending. No, it's, like, a whole description. Like, this fan, like, a leaked image (laughs) of, like, blonde hair is, like, the reason why this is trending right now. I'm like, can you pipe down Twitter, like, dang. (laughs) Well, the first tweet I saw was, like, are they real? And I was like, is what real? And my brain's like, we just ended up with like 15 more tattoos. I was like, (laughs) I was imagining, like, I wasn't sure where it was going because everyone's like, they're real, they're not real. Like, this debate could be applied to anything. And then I switched to like trending for you. And it's like, some speculate that Jungkook is now blonde. And I was like, (laughs) who is the person that has to write these Twitter blurbs for us? Like, on the regular. I hope they hired an army. What if it's, like, AI-generated? Probably. I don't know. Anyway, that's... Like anyway, a- this isn't a Twitter project. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it was amazing. It's nuts. Um, and then he said, like, hope your 2021 can shine as bright as my hair color. And I'm like... You just, like... You, like, stab me, and then you rub the salt in the wound, as the expression goes. Like, I'm over here just, like... Exactly. And isn't it also the year of the ox? And so that's his year. Like, that's his Zodiac year. Mm. So I think it should be, like, a good year for him, right? I think when it's your Zodiac year. Um, I saw a tweet. We've talked about this before, and it's not our tweet time. But it's, like, BTS is on their, like, millionth glow up of the year it was just like a sequence of numbers and they're like and we're 10 days until like 2021 <laughs> i'm just like no <laughs> like sweating profusely in the background but yeah i'm waiting on him to like pull it up i know the undercut is still under there yeah so and it looks dark at the roots 
Whew. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, the performance, yeah. The performances. Okay, so we got a Black Swan intro. And I thought it was weird. One, like, stop giving up this Black Swan intro and not doing Black Swan. But anyway, <laughs> two, I thought it was weird that they had, like, four of the members, like, descend down, like, from the heavens, right? Yeah. And then they had Yugi come up, and yeah. it, it was glorious, right? Like, with the wings, and he just, like, an angel, and it was like, oh, basically, like, you could hear, like, <laughs> the angel singing. Exactly. Yeah. It's great. But then, like, the next cut, like, Hobie and Jin just kind of, like, walks in with the rest of everyone. And I'm like, why didn't they get some kind of, like, angelic entrance like everyone else did? Like, that was weird. Like, yeah. I'm like, they edit that out. Like, it didn't work. Like, why did they just walk on stage and, like, the the others didn't really? But Unless Hobie's, like, scared of heights. He was probably like, I'm not going in that lift. But they've done, like, things like that in their concerts before like many times like what what tour was that where they were like flying around the like the concert in like a balloon or like i don't know like they've done these like high flying things like plenty of times yeah. so, like there's really no excuse here also they made that man like bungee jump when he was like <laughs> i know like, yeah <sighs> peeing on himself to do so but like <laughs> like they, they make them do maybe that was in the things. contract renegotiation <laughs> yeah so i'm like what's what's the excuse here i don't know that was weird um yeah i don't know but the on performance was great namjoon looked like several things he looked like a grim reaper um he also looked like a vampire slayer um like a la blade also he was like a hitman whatever it was like i was ready for him to just like come and take something from me um like, whatever AU this is i'm all in exactly like take something from me whether it's like my soul my life i don't know <laughs> whatever like go ahead <laughs> um yeah like i'll never get tired of seeing on any thoughts on on in particular for you all over my twitter i've seen the image of them like with the gloves and i'm like are we not gonna move on from this (laughs) exactly i hope you're well yeah um yeah also i know we're not like talking about our tweets yet i i don't think it was during a performance i think it was when they were accepting an award but they were like namjoon's suit is working overtime or like something along those lines. Oh, like, that's cool. are just like busting out. Like, yeah, we're gonna get to dynamite. So, okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yeah, carry on. But I blacked um, out for a second. <laughs> there was a weird, weird bulletproof eternal intro, and they were like, you know, in their rooms, and then they did life goes on, and of course, I noticed the like. I don't even know what you call that. These like little replicas of their like stages or music videos that they had there. Um, like Jungkook's was from No More Dream. Jimin's was from I Need You. Those freaking blue, <laughs> those blue like what are those things? Those blue trains or like? Oh yeah, I saw a lot of tweets about the trains once again. It was like the kid said, "Shut up! I don't want to hear about the trains anymore." Because <laughs> why can't we escape those trains? <laughs> They just keep popping up. I was like, those trains. We'll have to bleep that out. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm learning how to use the bleep function very well. 
gosh. I'm like, <laughs> those trains will not leave us alone. No. Anyway, um, and then I think Namjoon's was from Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I think that was that room with, like, the chandeliers. And then there was one that I was not sure of. It was, like, a warehouse, which I think was from Not Today. But I wasn't sure. It was like a general structure that I really couldn't pinpoint. Maybe fire. I don't know. Black and then Swan there was- also was technically in a warehouse. The Kome Prima or whatever. The like yeah. dance troupe version. Yeah. And then there was, I think it was from Idol that Jin was next to. I think it was Idol. There's probably someone who's already like verified this. I'm just sitting here like pondering. And yeah. then guys, please do your own fact checking. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't don't listen to me. And then Yungi's was boy with love, obviously, because it was like the persona theater. And then Hoey was standing next to um like the setting they had it on, that like fire I don't know, like that whatever, that like nighttime thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was cool. Um showing like the progression through their life talking about life goes on so there's more to come i'm sure um and then we got to dynamite and they do the slow jam (laughs) whoa i was never expecting that they would actually do like the remixes (laughs) like 100 percent saw army's thirsty tweets there's no other and of all the remixes you do the slow jam gag um so yeah they do the slow jam remix hoping and tay are in these like yellow suits and i'm like okay i can't remember if like tay is part of the sunshine line but like he is now like it was just like sunshine like personified i'm like oh how do you look so good in like a full yellow suit i was gonna say it's just like (laughs) that's like yeah no we'll get stuck here but yes i have a lot of feelings about the yellow suit Exactly. And then you get Namju in this like royal blue. I don't even know if that's the color, but this blue suit, he's like busting out of it. <laughs> okay, he's not busting out of it, but he looked really good in it, right? It's like fitting him just right. You can tell he's like on his games. I just did we or did we not just discuss this? Like yeah. we did. Literally in our last episode before the year ends, we were like, we're scared. Who knows what's coming? Endless yeah. glow-ups. It's unfair. And, like, the first, like, performance of the year. And here we are, like, dying. Like, no words. I can't even. <laughs> I could easily be, like, feral over June for, like, three hours. But we don't have that kind of time today, so. Exactly. And then also his, like, you know new hair color i feel like he's had this color before but whatever like that gray just look really nice on him i swear <sighs> if i could dye my hair i would do like platinum or like dark gray because of him i already went so full good. pink after spring day jimin and it did not work my hair cannot handle the bleach and i don't have a stylist so <laughs> this isn't happening again but yeah if i could just know that i would be there but yeah one thing I will say that I saw going around Twitter, um, kind of mentioned it before, might cut, might not, but there's obviously some army that like stream, 
um, mm-hmm. provide the streams to others free of charge, which at least for the um, JTBC Golden Disc Award stream today, you were telling me that it was free everywhere except for North America and South America. And that just like extremely rubs me the wrong way. Like, yeah. we already pay more for shipping. Like, Big Hit Weverse has a markup, whether that's because of like transa- foreign currency transaction fees that they have to mark it up. But like, the markup is nuts because I've talked about in past episodes. Like, I have a pre, I have a friend who um, lives in Korea. And, like, we've previously talked about, like, prices there versus prices here, you know? Mm-hmm. And I guess over time I've slowly just accepted that that's the fact of, like, being an iFan. Which, okay, obviously I pay for it, so I'm willing to do so. But for JTBC to, like, call out specific streamers, which, first of all, like, what are you going to do? Like, I'm not a legal expert, right? But it just strikes me as kind of weird. Like, obviously... I buy a lot of these performances to the extent possible, right? Mm-hmm. But there are certain times, especially, like, right now, right before, right around, right after the holidays, like, a lot of people are not in a situation where they can do that. Exactly. Are they just supposed to, like, not watch it? Like, I'm not endorsing piracy necessarily, but I am endorsing, like, I think, like, pay if you can, do what you can if you can do that. But, like, are people who can't afford it just not supposed to be a fan? Like, that's extremely unfair yeah here's the thing it's like okay why are we being punished for being international fans why are we being punished for just not living in um like asia because the jtbc channel was available like in just about like everywhere except north america like north america was the only tier where you had to pay i think it was like 5.99 or like 9.99 i don't know what the like tears were or whatever but you had to pay for that stream um and i'm like okay (laughs) i get it um like it's probably like some kind of channel thing like they don't just regularly show these channels or like you know we don't have like bonus channels like bonus channels that would show this kind of content you would have to pay for anyway but i'm like you could have created some kind of stream like we watched mama on a stream right yeah. everyone you didn't have to pay for it so yeah. you can't get mad when you see like international fans live streaming something that you've only made accessible to like a certain group of people and like i i understand why because it is content like generated for like asians for koreans like i get it but i'm like don't get mad when you see people like live streaming it like make it accessible and then you'll be able to generate your own revenue off of like whoever dials in or like logs in to be able to watch it we wouldn't have to have these live streams if you wouldn't have to do the illegal stuff you made it easier for us (laughs) it's also really annoying because it's not like jtbc is a minor channel right like all the i don't know all a vast majority of the jtbc dramas are available on netflix which is already part of like a private subscription service that i already pay for so like if you have these kind of frameworks and like connections and legal agreements in place where you can have jtbc content on like a legal streaming service maybe consider putting it on netflix or hulu as like a live event next year you know what i mean like yeah, and I realize not everyone has that either. So that doesn't like fundamentally get to the root of the problem, but it really rubs me the wrong way. Like, if you think only army that can pay for like content deserve to be in the fandom, that's just like kind of gross. 
I don't know. Well, like stream it on your website. Well, I'm or get a sponsor. The yeah. mushroom was sponsored by McDonald's. I know exactly. because there were McDonald's ads all over the page, and it was exactly. like brought to you by McDonald's. So, like, find a sponsor. It's just my like issue with these contents in general. Like, I feel like at this point, there's really no excuse. Like, you know that the market has spread out side of South Korea. Like, the market for K-pop yeah. is like huge, it's international now. Yeah. Like, the fact that we sometimes still get content, not saying for BTS, but like other groups, like you know, like no subs, like what are you doing? Like <laughs> I mean, sometimes there aren't English subs from Big Hit either. Okay, yeah. let's call it like it is. Yeah, and like especially for paid content, it's nuts. And so it's like it's crazy because all these groups, I would say, want to break into not only the West, but they want global fans, right, right. around the world. Um, in this case specifically, JTBC was not available in the west as it pertains to north and south america but it's like if you want exposure for these groups if you want continued growth like bts does not really need continued growth or exposure right but what about the other groups on this show and also i think the thing that bothers me more either make it pay like we live in a globalized world where presumably it doesn't cost you that much more to broadcast it online in asia versus the u.s like either charge everyone or charge no one but. yeah and i'm like okay i'm making a big deal about it because i'm obviously like one of those yeah, yeah. in <laughs> north america but i i just feel like it should be accessible everywhere at this point like not even just in america or not even just having like english subs like at this point you know how like worldwide your content is like you should have you should offer more than just like showing it only in like east asia or only having like english subs like you should have like subs of a variety of languages at this point like you have the funds and the resources but you're just not utilizing them like you're like wasting your own time <laughs> you could be marketing towards a much like broader group of people worldwide if you actually like tried to invest in your fans who are trying to listen like we have relied on people like like the streamers who were streaming that award show for so long or the translators for so long because companies just weren't even trying to like i don't know capitalize on their own market that they're trying to tap into like it just doesn't make any sense yeah. so I, i'm Unless asking they thought it wasn't worth better. the money at one point but obviously like you price gouged the crap <laughs> out of <laughs> ifans in general like obviously <laughs> ifans have the money and are willing to spend and might spend more if you like provided subs i just feel like it's not a new thing like it it's not like this is the first year or even last year was like the first year that you know k-pop has spread outside of south korea or spread outside of east asia like no like this yeah. <laughs> like, you know k-pop has been like a thing worldwide for many years now so like what's your excuse for like not making these streams accessible what's your excuse for like not providing subs for international fans like i don't know you're you're just missing out i just don't think it's a smart move but whatever do you i guess okay Ooh, let's get into the topic for the day yeah i'm happy we're talking about this because i think we've talked about it a couple of other times and then we we kept cutting it, um, but we had one of our followers or listeners reach out to us 
um, and ask us to address it. So I'm happy to hear that, like, our listeners are on the same page. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about the whole big hit and the TP situation. Um, when we were on our break, BTS was on, I believe this was on KBS Song Festival or one of the end of the year festivals. Um, BTS used in their background um, TPs. And we've been noticing, like, they've been using TPs or, like, tribal prints for, like, <laughs> a while now. I don't know what's going on with this year. I don't know if it's, like, life goes on. Um, like, in the soup. I don't know what it is, but whenever there's some kind of, like, camping aesthetic, um, teepees have been used in the background, as well as, like, other, like, tribal prints or, like, dream catchers and things like that. And like you said, we've been talking about it, like, we noticed it, but I think we just kind of both felt like, since we're not native, we didn't know if we could address it or how we should address it. Um, but... There's been, like, a push from ARMY trying to help out Native ARMY and getting Big Hit to realize, like, okay, let's cut it out with the TPs and, like, all other kinds of, like, aspects of Native culture that they're using simply for aesthetic purposes. Yeah. I think... I think I first noticed it in In the Soup, but have you notice do you remember any other earlier instances than that prior to in the soup I don't think so I recall there was one time they were used I think it was before was it before dynamite drop or before b dropped I can't remember they did some kind of like live um before something dropped and they were used in the background then um and they've been used on like stage on their stages a few times since then um so it's like been a couple of times but it's not even just bts like big kid is also using it for t by t um like they had some like boho aesthetic which like rips off native native cultures all the time anyway um, so this is not just, like, a BTS thing. Like, this is very much a big hit thing. I don't know, like, <laughs> my, my issue is, like, obviously, like, not with the group. It's whoever is, like, in their marketing division or, like, their prop manager, designer. I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> I just don't know why you feel like you have to use... something from another culture in order to like enhance your stage something that's significant to another culture I should say like <clears throat> I think a tent would have got the point across that it was like a camping aesthetic enough like why do you have to use teepees and why is it that like the teepee is seen as like cuter or more aesthetic like what subtext is there that they feel like this is the choice we want to go with yeah the tent and it's really disheartening to me because I feel like 
I feel like there's been a lot more awareness and maybe progress on like other cultural appropriation. I remember there was a question about the use of um, like certain religious verses and other groups' performances. Um, there's questions, there's pretty much always questions going on about like black culture and how it's used um, in K-pop. And I think like there hasn't been the same attention paid in this instance. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's unfortunate that, like, Native culture has just been so, like, just completely, like, pilfered, just stolen, used, and abused, like, mass marketed, like, and they had, like, no say in it, right? Yeah. So I think that's where, like, the issue lies, is that I'm, there could be some, like, ignorance on, you know, everyone's part of, like, not knowing what is actually sacred to native culture um so like it would take someone native to like tell you that and or you doing your own research to know when you are looking for props like hmm what is this (laughs) why why am i using this you know is there something more behind this and it just being like a prop like let's let's do a little bit more like thinking when we're selecting things, not just like using whatever, cause it's going to add to your aesthetic. Um, yeah. You and I have talked about that in the past too. Like, is there no one at the table that was ever like, Hey, did we like think this through? Is this yeah. a good idea? Like, and that's not to say there's not issues, especially around native American or first nation or native culture other places because there definitely are even here you know in the u.s there's like the trope of like the white girl at coachella you know and like so it's certainly not coming from a place of me like wanting to point fingers but obviously for bts like i and big hit in general like we should all want them to like be better and do better right like it's obvious that like the u.s is like the number one offender of yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) appropriating and like just ransacking native culture um canada as well like just ransacking indigenous cultures right um but i think we still should be like holding them accountable and i know that you know army have been trying um They've been, like, you know, trying to send emails, but there's been no response. And that's what's frustrating is that, you know, they'll do something and armies will send an email, and like, in mass emails, I should say, no response. Then they'll do it again, more mass emails, no response. I'm like, are you actually looking at these and you're just ignoring them? Or, like, is it getting, like, buffered out? <laughs> like, I don't know, like, what can we do? I don't, I don't know what we can do further to try to, like, get their attention on this matter. Yeah. <clears throat> I also find it frustrating that when, whenever, you know, a large amount of people bring up something about their own culture and how it shouldn't be used by someone else, um, there's always going to be quite a few... <laughs> people who have to come and say like 
well, how can you tell me that I can't use this? Like, okay, first of all, the number one thing that makes pisses me off is like, you guys are so sensitive. Like, why is that your comeback for everything? Like, shouldn't we be sensitive about certain things? There's a reason why it's like sacred, you know? There's a reason why it's important to their culture. I'm always going to listen to the people actually of that culture saying that, hey, you shouldn't be doing this, rather than, like, automatically being like, no, you need to get over it. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. If someone is taking the time to tell you that something you're doing is out of line, like, they're spending their finite time and energy, like, trying to help you. Right. Or, you know, trying to minimize damage to themselves. So why would you... Like, you don't get to decide if it's painful or not, you know? Or, like, you need to calm down, like... Exactly. First of all, never in the history of the universe is telling someone to calm down, like, worked, period, in <laughs> any context. Like... <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> or the other argument is, well, I've seen this print, or these dream catchers are used everywhere. You're telling me that I can't use them? Everybody else uses them. You're telling me that Big Hit can't use them? um precisely that's exactly what we're saying yes like yeah I don't even have a comment for that one isn't it like even worse that it's been mass produced so much to the point that the general population has no idea the actual like significance behind those items behind those prints like yeah no you shouldn't be buying it (laughs) like no actually (laughs) and I'm sure like it's not to say like oh you're an awful person because you didn't know this I don't think that that's what you know indigenous army are trying to do I think they're just trying to get the word out and they're trying to make it apparent because it's been happening for so long this is just like the latest incident that I can remember with props but there's been like instances in the past with members making like references that are not appropriate towards native culture or wearing things that you shouldn't be wearing that are sacred to native culture so it's not like the first time and I would have thought that like after those times that Big Hit would have been like huh maybe we should like (laughs) do some research on this before using these things yeah I feel there have been again I don't I'm not even like the person that's able to pass judgment on this but like there were like issues very early on where you're like possibly they did not know but like at this point we're so far down the road like right your fandom is global in scope you're trying to appeal and market to a global audience like at what point can you no longer be like, I didn't know? Which, first of all, we haven't even gotten any kind of response. But, like, obviously, Native Army have reached out and other Army have reached out repeatedly on this issue. At what point... Like, there's honestly no excuse is the short version of what I'm saying. Like, you can't be like, ooh, uh, it wasn't my call. Like, it was 100% your call. You produced in the soup, like... You have creative control over your stages at this point in the process. Yeah. And it's not like these are, like, aunties or, like, even just, like, non-fans. 
bringing this up. Like, this is, like, ARMY bringing this up, trying to address this issue, right? So it's just unfortunate to see people within your own fandom who are, like, so adamant about trying to dismiss your own culture and the company just, like, ignoring it. Yeah. On a side note, it's interesting that people talk about ARMY as this, like, cohesive, like, huge united fandom, because that's definitely not true. Like, there's raging debates constantly there like about one topic or another you know so yeah and nowhere does it become more apparent I think than like discussions around cultural appropriation exactly like as a black man this is like a constant thing (laughs) right like not just with big hit just like k-pop in general music in general like it's it's frustrating right so i can i can understand where native army are coming from with this but like even if you can't understand like maybe you don't necessarily relate like your culture hasn't been like pilfered and like mass marketed out to people completely like stripped of its meaning um even if you can't understand that i would hope that you could be more understanding and seeing where these fans are coming from and not trying to like automatically defend like I understand it's your it's your favorite group um it's the people you look up to you don't want their image to be tarnished because I know it's happened in the past like one little thing that's completely insignificant could happen with BTS and it'll get blown up and they'll try to make them look so bad for something so, like, insignificant. But I don't really feel like this is the case. Um, I feel like this could open up a broader discussion about the usage of um, Native cultural appropriation. Not just with Korean idols, but, like, <laughs> worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, this definitely isn't a minor thing, right? Like, I mean, I know what you mean. Like, um, it's hard to have, like, a discourse on social media in general, but especially Twitter. And we've debated this in, like, other contexts and conversations. I just said you get a lot of people, like, BTS paved the way and, like, you can only say positive things about them on social media. And it can be hard to have, like, a conversation or discourse on social media. And there have even been, like, other presentations or topics we've talked about where like is Twitter a good place for discourse but like I think if you can't have like an actual discussion what is the point you know like BTS is huge at this point and they inspire people around the world um both fans and other artists alike who look up to them and this is a real opportunity for them to like say like I've learned or like I am in the process of learning I'm trying to do better like this could be a really positive force for good like should they choose to address this issue yeah yeah I think it's unfortunate that like you know you're limited to what how many characters is it you can use on Twitter now 
Yeah, is it 280? I don't know. I think it was originally 120. Maybe it's 240 now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Not but a you're, lot. <laughs> you know, you're limited to like so many characters. There's also the issue with like context. People can be reading what you're saying, but it may sound like something different in their head when they're reading it. Um, there's only like so much that you can do, right? If you're getting like one thousand like replies like it's gonna be hard to like address everyone's questions and concerns and things like that so it's kind of hard to have topics like these um but I feel like you know the people who are trying to defend their culture trying to educate other people about their culture like they do so much like making all of these like super long threads and like making cards and things like that like trying to like link and like encourage you to go and read it and look things up for yourself so that you can understand um and I feel like when they give all that information out I just find it really unfortunate that people just will be like so quick to dismiss it um but I guess that's the nature of the internet like what are you gonna do my only wish is that more army can get behind it. I don't know if it takes like us being louder about it or like finding different ways to try to reach out to Big Kid about the matter. I'm hoping that they won't do it again, but I guess only time will tell. Yeah. I don't really know what the answer is, right? Right. Like, up to a point, as you mentioned, fans can continue to write in and say this is not appropriate. But unless people were willing to, like, boycott a certain product or, you know, boycott in conjunction with a letter, like, in terms of money talking, like, I, I don't... If we haven't gotten through yet, like, how do we get through? But I don't see anything that organized, nor am I suggesting that, right? But, like... I don't see anything that organized really coming to fruition unless you have like a really big account address it or one of the more popular, um, I don't know, BTS journalists address it, but it would take someone who is like, first of all, knowledgeable, right? And can speak to it in a knowledgeable and appropriate way. also take someone who's willing to know that you're gonna get all of those like angry defensive people in your mentions and just like roll with the punches yeah it's also unfortunate that like cultural appropriation is has is in this like gray area where people are kind of like you get some people saying like you know i don't care about this this doesn't bother me And then you get other people saying, this definitely does bother me, like, you shouldn't be doing this. And so, there's no, like, general consensus. And, of course, if just one person says, this doesn't bother me, then everyone's like, see, this one person said this doesn't bother them, so that means we can do it. Like, no, that's not really how it works, unfortunately. Um... Yeah, that's 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 not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's so tough. Like, of course you don't... I mean, full consensus would be great. Like, having a dialogue can also be great when it's constructive. But there's points when, like, anecdotes are not helpful. 
to yeah. the general consensus if people are elevating like one anecdote over the voices of many. Right. And I think as as a white person, it's important for me to say to my other fellow white people out there that like we do not get to decide. Like you do not get to decide what is or is not cultural appropriation for native individuals or any black individuals or Hispanic individuals or whatever culture people are saying is being like appropriated, you don't really get to have a say. In yeah. That. Like you being defensive or you saying like, no, it's not. Or the boys would never mean anything bad. Like you don't get to say that. And right. otherwise I'll be here for an hour. And I think there's a way that you can do it and it's like tasteful. I mean, we've seen BTS do it before. Like, what they did with Idol and, like, their use of, like, African culture. Like, I think there is a way that you can do it, right? There's obviously a way that you can show that you are appreciating someone's culture. Um, I specifically do not know what way that is with Native culture because I'm not Native, and I'm sure there's a way. Um, I think you could start with actually consulting Native people first and foremost <laughs> if you, like, you know, actually want to show that you appreciate their culture in some way. Um, so they could start with that. I think Big Kids staff could start with that. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's other avenues as well, but I think it takes listening to the actual group that's calling out and saying something. Yeah. Yeah, and they're definitely among us. Like, how many times have, like, fans tweeted something and then, like, a certain hairstyle happens? Like, the stylist, the staff, Namjoon's random friend are on Twitter. Like, there's avenues for them to see this, so. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure they have. (laughs) Yeah, so. I hope this can be addressed. And soon. Yeah. I mean, plenty of other things have gone, like, left unsaid before. But if the, like, last thing they do is just they just don't revisit this, that'd be nice as well. But I guess we will have to wait and see. U.S. education, which is the only thing that I can speak to because I'm U.S. educated, has done its best at trying to filter out um, Native American history. And so it's no surprise that at least us here, like we don't have a full like understanding of Native culture because how embarrassing would it be for the government to try to teach about how they completely wiped out Natives <laughs> and like completely try to assimilate them to their own culture and like strip them of their own culture so we yeah like there's a reason why we personally don't feel like equipped to be able to talk about this topic in detail because it's just been stripped from us for so long right um and I guess it would be on us to try to learn more about native culture um and our on our own time because our education didn't give us that opportunity <laughs> in school yeah. so you know it's going to be up to us to do so 
Um, and that's just speaking from, you know, us as Americans. And what we do learn in school is super sanitized. Right. If you hear about it, it's like the Native Americans helped the pilgrims get through their first oh cold God. winter and shared their food with them with like barely any mention of like communicable disease or forced removal of land or exactly like anything like that there's countless things that have been ingrained in us <laughs> starting from like kindergarten um all the way through at least 12th grade um that were 100% inaccurate and definitely inappropriate yeah well there's- how often do you hear people say, I'm sure you have heard people say this in your own life, like, I just love going to Europe. Like, the history is so long there. Or, like, we're taught from the beginning that, like, North America was this, like, vast, empty space, right? That there was nothing here, and, like, we built it from the ground up. And that's patently untrue. Right. And just how, like, um, even this, like, super racist ideal of like manifest destiny of like it is our destiny to go forth and like conquer the land and like spread across the continent like that was not that long ago that was like mid to late 1800s early 1900s right you know, like <sighs> there's just so much of our history that they teach you in school that you take for granted that is just fundamentally incorrect And I will leave it at that. Yeah. What's that saying about, like, the winners get to, like, write history or something like that? Yeah. Like, that's 100% what has happened um, here in the U.S. Um, Like, from the way that they've tried to change the narrative about the natives. There was things that I didn't even realize was, like, wrong until I got older and I'm like, uh, that's actually not cool. Like, why have we been taught to do this? Like, yeah. <laughs> for, like so long. You have to, like, re... You have to learn that these things are incorrect and, like, reprogramming yourself. Okay, like, let me not say that. Like, it's become so ingrained in our own vocabulary to, like, say these things that are not appropriate and, like, highly offensive. Well, as I was kind of hinting at earlier, I feel like there's less excuse now. If you have the internet, you can find something outside of your dominant discourse. 100%. It's not like you're limited to the, like, traveling encyclopedia salesman who, like, brings books to your house and that's what you have, so. Exactly. Don't they have, like, the fastest internet in the world? Yeah. Well, and this has come up in other issue areas, too, of artists or individuals saying, like, I didn't know. (laughs) So... Like, you didn't try to know. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's... I think, like, the hardest thing is to, like, be humble and be aware. Like, I think the hardest way... Like, people resist growth when they don't even realize it's an area for growth. If you're like, maybe I don't understand this. Like, you can go and look. But if you're just, like, so completely oblivious to it that you, like, don't even think of it as an issue, like, you're not gonna go and look if you're not thinking about it, right? So. Right. Hopefully, this is one additional tiny, tiny, tiny drop in the well. (laughs) Yeah. Any other comments? 
Not really. Again, I don't even myself feel like the most knowledgeable person on this topic. I don't feel like I can adequately speak to like the full effect, but like I have noticed it repeatedly, so I can only imagine how Native Army feel and like when in doubt, just if you think like, you know what would look cool? Something from X culture. Just don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. If you're doing it for the aesthetic purpose solely, just don't do it. If you don't know anything about it, or it seems like interesting or exotic to you, which there's a whole lot to unpack there, right? Just don't do it. That's it. Don't do it. Yeah. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head right now. Um <laughs> Yeah, at the very least that we could do, like, there's a thread attached on our, like, the top of our Twitter page. You can, like, find some links there if you want to, like, learn more about it. Um, obviously, you can, like, reach out to actual natives to hear their opinion on this. Um, yeah, there's just, like, much more to be done. Yeah. Here's another thing I have, I'll say this, this will be my parting comment, um, and I think this comment applies generally, um, is don't expect other people to do the work for you, okay? Like, if you did not grow up in one of the cultures being, like, appropriated or used for an aesthetic purpose, like, I mean, you can learn from others, but you have to go out and actively educate yourself. Like, your knowledge is no one's responsibility but your own. So, if you feel uncomfortable with anything that either of us have said or something else you've seen online, or in another instance, um, you know, there's plenty of resources out there on the internet. Um, I obviously still have learning to do in this area. I will say that right now. Um, There's a lot of work to be done, so... Don't rely on others or a Twitter discourse solely to educate yourself. Right. Exactly. Well said. Nothing to add. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening on this topic. Um, I know it wasn't like a super fun necessarily topic, but it's an important topic. And we've talked about important topics before. Um, It's not fun to think of your faves as doing something culturally appropriative, if that's a word, appropriate, engaging in cultural appropriation, right? (laughs) Um, But hopefully by, like, talking about it, um, the situation can get better. Yeah. Agreed. I've been on Twitter a lot lately, so... Um, I don't know if this is a funny tweet, but it is kind of ironic or like an interesting thought. But um, the original poster was Cypher Tan with two N's. And um, they said, wildest implication Yoongi threw into interlude shadow was having an entire crowd so absorbed in recording Suga that they don't even recognize Min Yoongi right beside them. (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of nuts and something I never thought about. Yeah, happy one year to shadow, by the way. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's my one tweet, and I could not stop laughing at this. So someone posted, I don't know where this is from. Is this like the Army Amino app or whatever? Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so it's <laughs> someone posted BTS answers the questions if a girl they don't like asks them out. Oh god. Oh my god. Okay, so there's a video. I don't know where the video came from. I cause I can't see the link, but there's apparently some video somewhere. So I'm hoping this is actually something they actually said because <laughs> it's so funny. And I hope it's not fake. But anyway. So they put that um RM said. So, mind you, this is if a girl they don't like asks them out. So, RM says, shall I apply some medicine? You are going to get hurt. Which, like, okay. like, <laughs> Don't start any sentence off like that. <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway. Since there's uh, a Chrissy Teigen meme here, right? Exactly. The uh, okay, so, Jacob says, you're too good for me. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> uh that's not that bad jen says i can't date you i would be sorry to you i'm like that sounds <laughs> i don't know like i don't know if i should feel good about that or if i take that as like the sly dig like is what he is saying that? like i would only date you out of pity like that's how i read it yeah i'm like i don't okay anyways jungkook's star of the freaking show right here yeah <laughs> <laughs> can i be honest with you <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, I can't get it out. <laughs> it when says, I see you. Can I be honest with you? I don't feel anything towards you when I see you. <laughs> Ooh. You know? Ooh. told me that I would be so hurt. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, even look at anybody ever again. I would never confess my feelings ever. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like this guy is so extreme, right? There's people that are, like... Jungkook's so romantic, a thread, and they'll be like, likes romantic anime, and then they'll be like, um, you know, he believes in love at first sight, and he's gonna mm-hmm. dote on, like, whoever he falls in love with, like, blah blah blah, Jungkook, amazing, romantic, but, like, if he's not into you, he's like, I feel nothing when I see you. <laughs> so, like, on one hand, I appreciate it, because it's like, you're not leading me on. Like, some of these other answers that they gave, it's like, okay, um, like, I'm still gonna like feel some kind of way for you after you said it because you didn't really tell me no or yes. Whereas at least with this, I know good and well. Like, all right, let me not mess with him. Like, he really does not. <laughs> He's not like me. <laughs> let I me mean, move okay, on. Okay, there's there, but like, okay, no, I do not endorse this answer. I will come out and say, I do not endorse this answer. There's like being honest with someone and then there's just like absolutely destroying them and like trampling on their feelings and that's like a destruction like trampling on your feelings like Uh. Tay and Hobies were more like leading you on because Tay was like sorry I'm moving super far away if I'm remembering correctly yeah Um, and then like which first of all she's gonna find out (laughs) when like (laughs) after a month you're still there you know um Um yeah okay i'll come back to jungkook's okay so jimin's is i already have wait where is it okay jimin's is i already have a girl that i like if i didn't like her i would date you which like are you lying like do you actually like somebody else like no you really wouldn't date me i feel like that would just give me like some kind of hope that maybe later like you'll like not like this person and then you'll like me so like yeah no and then <laughs> Shuga says, I am sure you will be able to find a better man than myself. Like, fam, I think you are the better man. That's why I'm sitting here confessing to you. Like, what the hell? <laughs> no, 
I don't know. Maybe we have you and I like disagree. <laughs> I'm all for the like, let me down easy. Don't just like. <laughs> okay, I guess I could take the hint, but then like, mm. okay, and then Jay says I'm moving. And this place is far, far away from here. Can you wait that long? Some people will wait that long, sir. Yeah, I need yeah. you to actually, like... <laughs> yeah, I need you to, like, say So, yeah. I... Even though Jungkook would hurt my feelings, like, really bad. <laughs> but I appreciate him just saying, like, no. Um... But I also can understand how it could be difficult for some, like, to tell someone, because I'm sure most of us have been in that situation where you don't, like, really like the person, but, but you don't want to, like, hurt their feelings, but you want them to get the hint, like, no. Um, so I appreciate the honesty, but yeah, his will hurt my feelings. Also, I have to ask, since you are the resident Virgo, is this <laughs> Virgo energy? Him and Namjoon, like, saying, like, you're going to get hurt, or, like... <laughs> I, I'm I'm about to hurt you with these words that I'm saying. I don't feel anything towards you. Oof. This is a Virgo? Well, maybe <laughs> this is, like, too personal, but I've usually been the one confessing, and I got let down, like, way too easy where the person gave me, like, a Tay-esque answer where they didn't say anything. And so mm. then I kept liking them, and I did end up getting hurt. Um, So, yeah. I, I think, like, honesty is good, yeah. Yeah. Both of them. I think- yeah. I mean, maybe that's the Virgo energy. I, I haven't been in the confessed to category. Sadly. I don't I don't need like I don't need a reason. I think that's it. Like I don't need like a whole lot of like explanation. Like just tell me like no. And then I'd be like, okay. Or like just say it in a way like, you know, Jen saying like I can't date you. I, I don't I don't need like Okay, I'm moving. Or, or like, <laughs> I already have a girl that I like. I don't even want to know that you have somebody else that you like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't. Yeah. But how do you feel? Like, it, does your answer equate to J-Hope's answer? Like, the Aquarius vibes going on here? No. I'm never telling somebody you're too good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my nail chart is because I have no idea like the exact time that I was born like my mom cannot give it to me so I don't know what my whole moons and like whatever I I don't know so I have no idea but yeah don't tell I'm not telling anybody you're too good for me like what no (laughs) I don't even know what I would say like mm, no look I think I, I would just say like sorry no like I'm not interested that's me. But that's all you need to say. I feel like that's the perfect answer. Exactly. And then if they persist, you can be like, I feel nothing for you. Right. <laughs> you don't have to beat around the bush. Like, just tell me, like, yes or no, <clears throat> so I can move on with my life. The fact that I had to sit here and, like, probably work up all this courage just to confess to you anyway, and then you're going to, like, <laughs> like, swirl around it? Like, I no, no. But I guess maybe this is, like, something that fans would want to hear i don't know all right well that'll do it for today's episode of girls with fun please follow us on our socials you can find us at girls with fun pod on twitter and instagram as well as girls with fun pod on facebook 
if you like this episode, do give us a review on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you can do so. Leave us a nice little comment. Please leave us a comment. (laughs) We like reading those. Um, And we hope to see you on the next episode.